It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. While the public clamors for police action... Officers are slowly piecing together their meager evidence. From witnesses of the holdup, from Private Moore, from the couple who were deprived of their automobile, they get descriptions. In the first car Irene abandoned, they discover an overlooked handbill from a store in Wheeling. Backtracking, they swing their search from western Pennsylvania into West Virginia. Finally, to the city of Wheeling. And at last, the search develops into the most tedious type of police work, a house-to-house canvas. Then one spring day, in a modest residential district of Wheeling, two state officers are half-heartedly conducting their futile search when a little boy playing with a teddy bear on the doorstep of a house waves to them. Hey, my mama's talking man like you. What's that? What? It's like in your movie. She pulled out a gun and, and, and let him have it. Where is your mama now? I, Keep on automobile riding with my new papa. Thus, from the innocent, excited lips of little Donnie Schroeder, do police discover the identity of the blonde murderess. They question the child further. Eagerly, he tells them the details of the most exciting moment in his little life unable to know that he is signing his mother's death warrant. From Irene's father, police obtain her photograph. They get her fingerprints. They issue circulars, broadcast them all over the country. But for two years, Irene Schroeder remains an unseen, unknown fugitive. Two years, during which little Donnie is watched day and night in the hope that the powerful force of mother love will bring the murdering mother back to her son. But Irene has disappeared completely, it seems. Arizona, January 13, 1931. A tall, lean man lounges in the shade of a hardware store, watching a stout young woman, clad in short khaki skirts, helping two men in Levi's load some supplies in the back of a car. There is something familiar about the woman. The tall man slowly saunters toward him. I tell you, Irene, you ought to wear pants. All the dames do out here. Listen, baby, I'm a woman, see? And I'm going to stick your skirt. I'll show all you guys I'm tougher than you are, and I'll never have to wear pants to do it. Hey, get a load of this desert rat coming over this way. The devil he wants. Looks like the law to me. Hmm, guess we know how to handle the law, huh, Glenn? Right. 
No shooting here in town, get me? Beg your pardon, folks. Deputy Sheriff Chapman. Do you mind letting me look at your driver's license? Yes, we'd mind. Take him up. Hey, we don't look here now. Shut up. Shut up. Get in the car. Go on. What's going on here? Okay, then let's go. Ten for the mouth. Kidnapping the deputy sheriff in broad daylight from the main street of Florence, the daring bandits swing out of town, head toward Superstition Mountain. But not before astounded onlookers have seen the sheriff snatched and realizing that the outlaws must pass through Chandler, have telephoned ahead and spread the alarm. Doing better than 70, Dig burns up the desert road. Then the squat buildings of Chandler appear ahead. Chandler, cut loose. Don't stop for nothing. Hey, they got a mob out waiting for us. Pass straight through them. They're gonna shoot! Dr. Rowe! Good boy, Clint. You're getting better all the time. Okay, let's get rid of the excess baggage. Come on, the sheriff, Jimmy. Okay. Come on, you're leaving. And what? You heard me, you're leaving. Now, everybody take a crack at him! See, look at him bow. Look! Somebody winged him! All right, Clint, head for the hills. You know, Jimmy, it's just like the trick we turned back in Pennsylvania when I bumped off that copper. Now, I've been on that job with us. Yeah, I bet. Only look, Irene, you don't know this country as well as I do. I've been born and raised out here. You got any idea where you're gone now? Sure. We're hiding out in the mountains until the boys cool off. And if they come up first, we'll shoot it out. We got lots of machine guns and plenty of gas. Well, what's the matter with you, Glenn? Nothing. I, I was just thinking about my kids. That's hot. Thinking about your kids, huh? How about me? Ain't I a mother? Don't you think I wish my Donnie was here to see me handle a gat again? I wasn't wishing my kids were here. Oh, stop it. Get sentimental on me now. Now, listen, Irene. If you want to get out of this mess at all, you've got to get off the road. What do you mean? There's an Indian reservation up the road here. We'll have to get horses and beat it back into the Salt River Mountains. Real Wild West stuff, huh? Well, call it what you like, but it's our only chance. Okay, we'll take it. We'll hold that posse off as long as we got a single slug left. <laughs> Reservation, the three fugitives hire horses from Lone Sun Dust, an Indian trader. Hoisting provisions and ammunitions on the saddles, they head for the high mountains. In a little sheltered pack of sagebrush, they throw their tired bodies on the ground for a brief rest. And then Irene busies herself cooking a thick steak for her men. Dig is lying on his back, looking up at the sky when... Irene... There's a plane above us. What of it? Why couldn't they have planes fly over the desert? Don't worry so much. What you need is some of this space. Listen, Irene. That plane isn't going any pace. It's circling over us. Oh, fix him. Drop that rifle, Irene. That'll give us away for sure. He's seen the smoke of our fire. Here, Glenn, help me throw this sack over us. Now dump some water on it. Hey, that's the last of our water. I can't help that. He's diving on us. Duck under the rock. They've opened up the tongue test. Okay. That means they found out where we are. What do we do now, Irene? Dig in. Back in those rocks there. Build ourselves a fort and fight it out. Come on, get busy. the fugitives worked to build themselves a fortress against the hill. After two hours of Herculean efforts, they dig themselves in and wait for the arrival of the posse. 
another hour passes. And then Irene, scanning the valley below them. Well, boys, the British have landed. What do you mean? There's the posse. Must be a hundred of them. to Pennsylvania, where in Newcastle they were tried and sentenced to die in the electric chair for the murder of Corporal Paul. Jimmy Wells, their Arizona partner, was sentenced to die for the death of Deputy Sheriff Chapman in Arizona. Until the moment she sat in the electric chair, the first woman to be executed in Pennsylvania history, Irene Schroeder never knew that it was the childish prattlings of a beloved Donnie which brought about her identification as the murderer of Corporal Paul. The Sheriff's Office of Maricopa County, Arizona, polices a large and difficult territory. We are flattered that they have chosen Rio Grande cracked gasoline to power all emergency cars. Records show that these cars daily perform unusual feats of power and speed, yet get splendid mileage. Sheriff McFadden's judgment in selecting Rio Grande cracked gasoline is vindicated by his brother officer. Chief Davis of Los Angeles uses Rio Grande in all police cars under his control. So does Chief Wallman of Oakland. Chief Wallard of Tucson, Arizona also thinks Rio Grande makes the best gasoline for police cars. But I imagine you and millions of others wonder why cracked gasoline gives such unusual speed in all types of motors. I'll tell you why. It's because millions of dollars have been spent in research by the worldwide Sinclair Oil Organization to find a better way to refine gasoline. Sinclair engineers built the finest cracking plant in America for the Rio Grande Oil Company, and only Rio Grande can supply in this market gasoline that is cracked by this amazing process. From Rio Grande's refinery comes gasoline of unequal liveliness and energy, energy which motors know as police car performance. Calling All Cars is written and produced by William N. Robeson. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsley, bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.